welcome back to the Casual Anime Podcast. Today we will unsurprisingly also be discussing anime. And I know you secretly are hoping that we're going to discuss this uh, very sadistic uh, fetish you have, but uh, that'll probably have to occur off-air. What's your thoughts about that, Kashtan? Well, uh, I don't have any fetishes. Oh, this is news to you too, okay. Yeah. (laughs) Well done. My sources uh, have been lying to me. But anyway, um, I I keep making fun of you and uh, it's all fun and games, but... uh, I would say you are pretty gullible, or maybe not gullible is the right word. I think because you don't believe in horoscopes, right? Well, uh, if the mood sets in, uh, oh, I could, okay. uh, yeah, well, no, not really. <laughs> Good. But what I was getting at is that uh, you easily buy into hype of things, so watching trailers, seeing ads, they basically work as intended on you in certain circumstances. Yeah, yeah. I eat, uh, if there's a trailer from, uh, for, uh, well, uh, you could take uh, Sekiro. Uh, I'm, I'm so hyped. Yeah, so, <laughs> demonstrating my point. So, how about I go all TV shop on you and offer you, like, this brand new training program that's going to make you a literal god amongst mortal men in no time at all? Does it involve uh, 100 uh, push-ups, 100 sit-ups, 100 squats, and... Uh... 10 kilometers a day, yes, that is just the program. Uh, I don't have the time. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Because apparently that's all that's needed to give you the explosive strength required to produce a punch that'll basically make a shockwave that's going to part the clouds on the entire hemisphere. Yeah. Which is kind of cool. Oh, it's um, <laughs> the visualization of it is epic, but I mean, yeah. and the implications too. Yeah, but it's, it's like uh, realism and this anime don't really go hand in hand, I guess. That's what I was trying to get at. Yeah. Uh, but that aside, I think this is probably one of the best anime ever made, like animation wise. What would you say to that statement? <laughs> not having watched uh, so much uh, uh, Fate Go, I uh, not Fate Go. Uh, I think there's some uh, some Stay better animations. Fate, but, uh, uh, yeah. Zero Fate, yeah, yeah. But uh, it's clearly up there. Uh, I quite enjoy the the style. And then they throw, you know, uh, Saitama's uh, uh, almost manga-like look in places which is quite brilliant. Yeah, that's definitely one of the more funny animation techniques is like uh, when he has one of those okay moments where everything just goes black and white and yeah, you basically just say him say okay with uh, like a speech bubble too. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I don't think he even voices that line. It's probably just like a speech bubble. So that's actually pretty brilliant. Uh, But anyway, I mean, for me, this isn't really that interesting a prospect to watch. Uh, How was the viewing experience for you? I'm hyped. Hyped for season two. Uh, uh, Well, uh, you know, they throw this uh, one-punch man that can uh, punches a guy one time, and then it 
it's dead or uh, annihilated, uh, destroyed. And uh, they just throw this off punch in the end, which you kind of expect would uh, fight this uh, huge monster, uh, not huge monster, uh, spectacular foe, you could say. Yeah, because um, he has defeated everything on this earth, and now something from out of earth has to come for yeah. even to put up a fight, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's been uh, prophesized that uh, they will fight. Um, yeah, I, I, I enjoyed this uh, series. Um, I think... It's, uh, it's clearly a parody of many things. Yeah, it's uh, definitely a product of what came before it. Uh, but I think uh, the point here is that I'm not. I was kind of turned off uh, uh, fight manga for quite some while now, so haven't been keeping up with it. It's kind of uh, like uh, ruined my entire. Like I don't really watch the genre anymore, in case or unless anything truly spectacular comes along, or truly different, which this is. But I'm kind of not uh, dead on the genre, so it's not like uh, for everyone this is kind of like the fresh, the breath of fresh air with all the repetitive uh, shonen stuff. Have you not watched Black Clover? Uh, <laughs> no, definitely not. <laughs> so this isn't it for me. That's what I'm trying to get at. It's yeah. like uh, you see all the light novels trying to compete to get the longest possible name, all trying to do something different in the genre, and. Uh, all the while becoming more self-aware and then trying to make fun of themselves and trying to do something, anything, to stand out. Yeah. And that's basically what this is. It's a byproduct of, like, a lot of years of shonen fight manga. Well, while not as uh, parodical as Konosuba, which is uh, the same for light novels or uh, isekais, yeah. it's kind of the same thing. But this one is clearly much better. <laughs> I'm, I'm just putting it out there. I don't think it necessarily is funnier than Konosuba, although... No, not, not funnier, but I mean, much more well-animated. Uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, maybe because I don't... Well, I enjoy isekais, but uh, I don't enjoy parodies on isekais, perhaps. Well, maybe you haven't gotten to the point yet where, like, the oversaturation... You can. The only thing you can do is just laugh at it because it's laughable at this point. Yeah. <laughs> so sure. Um, I'm gonna ask like a obvious question, and you're gonna answer it now. So uh, it's like we've said this. You've said this. P wins every match in one punch. So this must be a very boring anime, right? Not necessarily. Yeah. Uh, I mean. I mean, you go into various of kinds of anime expecting the main character to win the entire thing. And then you have the shows, you know, throw, uh, throw a loss or two in there to heighten the, uh, you could say, atmosphere, but... Uh, yeah, raise the stakes, I guess. Yeah, like Hunter Hunter, where Gon necessarily doesn't... Yeah, well, he does win... Uh, sometimes, but um, not all times. Yeah, because in like every situation, I feel like Gon is the weaker fighter <laughs> almost all the time. So yeah, 
Yeah, that kind of makes things uh, very difficult for him. Um, but yeah, I think it's more about the like the thought process and uh, what every fight means to Saitama more than like him just punching out everyone in one punch and also everyone else's punch uh, fight, not punch, uh, leading up to Saitama stepping in. Yeah. So for example, Genos has a bunch of brilliant fights uh, where he, he basically displays that he is he is basically a, a very powerful hero, but <laughs> like one misstep and he's uh, destroyed and then Saitama has to step in, so yeah. He could have been the hero of the story, but he's uh, he makes a few missteps and now he's like a side character, so yeah. This could have been the story of Genos. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, no. I, I, I didn't kind of... Well, I, I enjoyed uh, Genos' backstory, but um, I just felt him a little... Uh, uh, you could say weak, but um, it was just to... Uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, it was too much disciple. Too much, too narrow-minded, I think. Yeah. It's like only revenge and only follow the ways of Saitama. Yeah. Uh, not so much personality, you could say. Uh, yeah, I guess. But I don't think any like character has a much backstory given to them directly. It's more indirectly because everyone's backstory is patently ridiculous. And that is what Saitama is getting at. Like, yeah, cut your stories down to 20 words or I'm I'm not even going to listen. What's even the point? Yeah, that scene was very great. Uh... And that's basically what uh, everyone does, right? It's going to have to ramble on about important backstories. And that basically cuts like a, a, like a one uh, encounter into like three episodes and then you have to sit through all of them and wonder why this took three episodes so yeah Saitama basically solves it for you like cut down the intro and then uh, <laughs> and then end yeah, the fight just, in one uh, punch yeah it's just uh, a very good uh, parody on uh, on the battle manga as you say where they have uh, they ramble on and on about uh, everything um, very enjoyable yeah, definitely enjoyable. Um, I think for me it lacked a little de depth, though. And that's a little shame, because, like, I think my favorite scene is uh, Moomin Rider versus uh, the Deep Sea King, and it just happens and it's over, and it is follow it, it is preceded by so much ludicrous shit that you haven't you don't really have time to become like emotionally attached before it's all over and then Saitama comes in. Well, you could say this. So if you watch that scene again, it will probably tear up. But like for the first time, I was like, there's this uh, snake guy who's going to fight. He's ludic patently ludicrous. This, this guy who wet himself. Uh, it's uh, the prisoner comes and flexes his muscles and he's basically naked. Like all of these... <laughs> patently very ridiculous characters and then Moomin Rider shows up who is a true hero powerless but the true hero you could say he's uh, One Punch Man from uh, 
three years ago. Uh, or Saitama. I wouldn't no. really say that, though. Oh. Because he was like just a bored guy yeah. who was trying to find a job. And Saitama now is just a bored guy because everything he does, he never gets a challenge ever, anywhere because, yeah, he's just too powerful. Yeah. Uh, but that actually brings me to like an interesting question here because how does people how how do people get these powers because it does sound to me like if you're just too dedicated at something then one day you might actually develop powers well i think it's the whole world where you have uh aliens you have a uh, well not aliens you have uh underdwellers you have monsters you have uh it's just uh you could go by the things of uh uh, uh, bleach, you know, yeah. where they keep around Ichigo and they develop uh, uh, powers. Yeah, but every one of those are still human. Yeah. But then there's like this guy who eats too much lobster or something and he turns into the lobster man and it's like the seaweed guy probably ate too much seaweed or something. And there's all of these people who for some reason don't look human anymore. And now they're shunned by society. So, do you think society made them evil? Or do you think they were evil all the time? Because if, the, if the Crab Man developed crab powers but still looked human, he probably wouldn't have gone in on a spree uh, killing people because he only killed people that mocked his appearance. Yeah. So is, he just, is he just unlucky? I mean, them like Saitama just focused on something and then they developed these powers. I haven't given that much thought. Uh, what you're saying there is kind of uh, kind of breaks the whole show because uh, no, not break the whole show. Uh, just made the whole show because uh, I think you just uh, said what what happens. I think that's the theory. Yeah. But a lot of these people do evil things, though, so I'm kind of a bit confused if one thing follows the other. Because we also see, like, that public perception is very important here. It's like, uh, if you're not yeah, in yeah. a good standing with the public, then, like, what is even the point of being a C to A-class hero? It's like, yeah, there's literally no point. You're not that powerful, and uh, if the public doesn't like you, you're just going to get uh, ridiculed. Yeah, and you have a popularity uh, uh, list for uh, for the heroes and one power list as the association brings you. Yeah, and that just seems to be like a lot of paperwork. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> to employ so many useless heroes, but uh, I guess. And they were only funded by the donation from the people. Yeah. And, and the millionaire guy. Yeah. The guy oh. which Saitama saved, or the son, or grandson, or, or whatever. Yeah. That was an interesting point, but I don't think it was very important in the grand scheme of things. No, I don't, I don't think anything is important, really. <laughs> well, Saitama's <laughs> humanity is definitely important, because, I mean, if he turned evil, well, you're pretty much fucked, I guess. Yeah. We'd have to ship him to... Uh... Not to the moon, because he can easily get away from there. 
yeah, like way out of gravity. <laughs> Yeah, and um, I have to say my favorite uh, scene was the, the two guys from the Class C uh, trying to gang up the people. Uh, oh yeah! Against uh, Saitama when he after he crushed the meteor. <laughs> yeah, tank top tiger and uh... tank top uh, something. Yeah, like uh, <laughs> two stereotypical uh, meatheads, basically. Yeah. And the hammer ep hammerhead episode was kind of cool too. Yeah, like I kind of feel for Sonic when he gets his uh, balls impaled on Saitama's <laughs> fist. It's like, uh, well, <laughs> lucky he wasn't moving it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, I watched a dub of this, and you watched the sub because I, I watched it on Netflix, but. Uh... I had the option of uh, having uh, Japanese uh, voice actors. But uh, after the first episode, I, I thought I... Um, it wasn't uh, it wasn't as bad as, uh, as many of these dubs are. <laughs> That's a slippery um, slope, right? <laughs> well, I only... Well, I, I think I watched uh, three series uh, dubbed. And one of them I have to uh, watch in uh, Swedish, which is uh, our neighbor country. Because I watched it when I was little. And, uh, sure, sure. I but I don't, think, with, uh... I don't think anything you watch as, uh, like, as a child counts as watching like uh, the dub of something. Because, I mean, quite literally, you wouldn't understand. You can't read fast enough to actually read the sub i would guess oh. so yeah oh. just dub that shit uh, no complaints there yeah but then again it, it just works for me because i'm so acquainted to it um yeah yeah i guess i guess i mean dubs aren't like the evil of the universe i mean some can be good but i mean i think mostly i just prefer the sub because it's generally better i know it not it not in all cases, but yeah, it's just a general rule of thumb. I'm not gonna get spoiled on one and then go back and watch the other to see what what is best. It's kind of no. like pointless at that point. Yeah, too much work. Um. <laughs> not enough hours in the day. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, we should probably get back to uh, gushing over the only hero who actually deserves it, Moomin Rider. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, didn't like him. Uh, or Unlicensed was... Rider or whatever he is in uh, English. What is he in, in English? Is it Moomin Rider? Rider? Okay. Yeah, Moomin sure. Rider. <laughs> um, well, you take a hero on a bike. A yes. bicycle. Uh, yeah, I don't... He's basically, uh, what should we call him? He's a guy who does his best. And he is very self-aware that he doesn't have powers. Yeah. So he, he, he could... Uh, he could have been a B-class hero, but he knows he isn't powerful enough to be a B-class hero. So therefore he declines all offers to become a B-class hero. 
And he also, he is very popular because he goes around and do, does all of, like, he rescues cats and he is basically the people's champion. And he is the only one who does this, or he's the only motivation that is pure. Saitama does this because he wants to, because, like, he enjoys being a hero as a hobby. Like, Genos does it because, like, well, it'll make him stronger and... He's gonna fight, yeah, and, yeah. Basically, he's like, well, I might as My well master. save these people while I'm here. But it's like, uh, he's probably the like the closest thing to a hero, uh, Genos, apart from Moomin Rider. But like, he's the only one that is selfish or selfless enough to like, uh, without a yeah. reward, uh, go <laughs> just go around saving saving people. Yeah, because the, all the other heroes want just want to climb the popularity uh, list and uh, yeah, for and the, the most power part. I mean, and, yeah, there was some genuine like displays of bravery when like Earth is attacked and like uh, a deep sea king tried to kill everyone at the shelter. Like some kind of primal instinct awoke in people, and people banded together and showed people showed their true colors but i mean apart from that everyone is basically terrible yeah and that fight scene was uh, quite good with the uh, seeking and the uh, genos it was quite um he spits poison at the little girl and uh genos standing away for it yeah and uh it gets um uh melted or something yeah um, basically just a fake out acid attack yeah but then again, you melt his half body or half the metal body, and uh, yeah. Well, I guess that's the point Not of consistent. having like a guy like Genos there. You can always repair him. Yeah. Because as you notice, like no one important ever dies. Yeah. I mean, not even the meteor fragments killed anyone, apparently. Oh really? Yeah, they say so. No one died. I don't know how. <laughs> I mean, a giant, a giant literally falls on like city block A A or something, and then another city district is destroyed, and then no one lives in city block C or whatever. So people definitely die, but it's not like we see them die. No. I don't think a single hero died, as far as I'm I, aware. I was hoping someone would die, but uh. Yeah, they all have they always, plot armor. Uh, yeah. They ended up being rescued. Um, especially Moomin Rider. Which we could have been gone with. Yeah, but he wasn't even hit that hard, like, comparatively. I mean, if he would have been hit by one of the blows that hit uh, Geonos, he would have been dead. But yeah, of course not. Plot armor, you know. <laughs> yeah. And it's kind of... And cute. they're doing the dinner scene from uh, Naruto, perhaps. Uh... Yeah, I think think that is probably it. But it's like yeah. uh, when you parody so much, you can also take inspiration from so many places. Yeah, it's like I think uh, uh, like what well, the anarchist group that stole those body enhancement armors. I was kind of thinking of. Uh, that's uh, Brad Pitt and uh, Norton film. What is it called? 
Fight Club, yeah, when they blow up uh, the city blocks at the end. Yeah. Or yeah, the skyscrapers at the end. Yeah. Yeah, it's and kind of towards towards the end, of you that. could see uh, you could see a gray fox and uh, Doctor Oc- Octopus from uh, Spider-Man. Oh, gray you. fox from uh, well the the little child that was in a class S. He had uh, uh, almost spider legs coming out of his uh, backpack or something, which uh, were reminiscent of uh, Doctor Octopus. Yeah. And uh, Gray Fox is the guy that told him uh, you couldn't trust uh, Metal Knight or... Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, just some <laughs> small things I noticed. Yeah, I was like, well, this is probably going to be season two anyway, so I won't pay attention to this, but yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. So do you think any like power on Earth could actually stop Saitama? On Earth, bear in mind. Well, uh, the thing is, um, there have to be, or there don't have to be, but it would make it, no? I'm not trying to make this into like a, an unstoppable force meets <laughs> movable objects kind of thing, but oh. I mean, you think uh, the psychic girl has a chance? Uh, Tatsumaki or whatever her name is? It's something like Probably that. not. Okay, yeah. Well, she's called a Tornado. <laughs> In the English, uh... Tatsumaki is actually yeah. yeah, that is actually our name. So yeah, tornado in English, huh? Yeah, that is horribly <laughs> generic, but I guess, I guess, yeah, <laughs> whatever works. And it was quite funny at the end uh, when he's back to uh, beating his enemy with uh, one punch again. Yeah, I think. Uh... I think the only thing that can defeat uh, Saitama is not um, remembering the day and uh, finding out that the sale is already over. Yeah. <laughs> because I don't know why he's still poor because with abilities like that. I don't think he has that much uh, intelligence that he could uh, milk his powers or... Uh, yeah, he could be a, a bodyguard for, you know, like Sonic... Yeah, well, perhaps, but I mean, what is interesting is that he has enough, like, uh, presence of mind to realize that after he one-punched the Deep Sea King, how it would reflect on every other hero who heroically tried to defend uh, the dome. Yeah. So he basically takes on, like, the bad guy role and says, yeah, I just came in here and killstole the last HP of the Deep Sea King. And all the other heroes, um, or else, like, every other hero was gonna, like, be ridiculed. So he's basically, uh, the, the Dark Knight is like, uh, <laughs> he lives long enough to become the villain, I guess. Yeah. Um... He becomes the uh, person people hate, so others can become the hero. Yeah, Harvey Dent. But he didn't uh, become the hero. <laughs> but I don't know how he could, like... I, I, they kind of explain that he is not a registered hero, and that's why no one has been taking notes of him destroying, like, these gigantic uh, demon or dragon level calamities that appear. But it seems weird that no one knows who he is. Well, he just punches a hole in them and uh, goes away. 
because he's just a hero for fun. Sure, but I mean, he lost his hair when he got so strong, but he also apparently lost his fashion sense because that <laughs> costume is so recognizable. Yeah. Yellow with uh, a cape. Uh... <laughs> and totally bald. Yeah, which is uh, quite hilarious when you uh, when you see the Hammerhead episode when he gets mistaken for uh, one of them because they're all bald. Yeah, and it's like that would have been an easy mistake to make. Look out for bald people. <laughs> yeah, who goes around saying that? Uh, yeah, that's pretty dangerous in this day and age, I guess, because everyone is bald apparently. Yeah, but I think it's kind of a parody on, uh, you know, uh, main character always having the flashy hair and uh, uh, spiky hair, you know. Yeah, that's not, probably not parody, a very good point, just, uh, a comment on it, yeah. Yeah. Because you have very nice old hair. people can be heroes too. But then again, you could have a, have a hat. Uh, fedora, maybe. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, he could have had a helmet, I guess. Well, that would make would sense, be... <laughs> right? No, because yeah, yeah. Well, why wouldn't you want to wear a mask? It's like you're a hero, right? All heroes wear masks. Not these ones. Um... No. Not these ones. Uh, except for Moomin Rider, because he takes his safety very seriously. Yeah, what a guy. Truly, He's a the, hero. the real champ. So yeah, uh, we've been talking about like story and character development in general, uh, but there's like one thing that makes this anime like elevates it to like new levels, and I think that's the music. Yeah, it's not even just the OP, which is very memeable and memorable. Well, I had to shout uh, one punch uh, every time uh, the OP came on. And your because neighbor is going to just... call uh, domestic violence pretty soon. <laughs> this guy just yeah. keeps saying one punch. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't and know. His just, wife uh, has a black eye. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, I, I don't know. The, the music just suits every situation that uh, comes up. Um, yeah, it's very like uh, very nice build up and very fitting to every situation. Yeah, it's like uh, every time Saitama appears, it's like some epic music starts, and you know exactly what he's gonna do. He's gonna he's gonna crush that meteor. He's gonna destroy that deep seeking. He's gonna yeah destroy this alien, basically. Yeah. Which he held back on, for some reason. <laughs> well, I think he always does that. I think that is like the thing he always does. He lets the enemy try to hit him with the hardest thing they have. And so he hopes that he can finally find the challenge again. Yeah. Because for the last years he hasn't been able to fight anything that can remotely hurt him. He even dreams about fighting like monsters that can hurt him again. I can actually give him a challenge, but yeah, yeah. he even dreamed about it, uh, and a quite real dream, because uh, when he wakes up, he uh, 
sees the same monsters. Yeah, but now but they're, they're actually pathetic. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is, uh, I don't know, I, I just burst it off laughing, I thought. Yeah, that's that was pretty funny. And uh, I don't know, uh, uh, watching the English dub uh, made me kind of appreciate the jokes even more. Because it was delivered with uh, a voice, you could say. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> a voice? Uh, well, you know what I mean. <laughs> It well, delivered a, you always understood what I he said, yeah. basically. Yeah. 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 Uh, I do hear that, like they kind of like uh, slightly pervert Saitama's uh, intentions and pff, yeah, his morals and kind that kind of stuff in the dub. But that's just rumors. I don't know if it's actually true. Well, but that would probably make sense. It's like. Uh, it's it's difficult to write new dialogue if it's supposed to be funny, you know. Yeah. Not all you have jokes to make it translate fit for English. Uh, yeah. Oh, by the way, uh, have you read the manga for this? No. Uh, but damn, I'm gonna check it out now because uh, I don't know with um, motorcycle gonna... and this and yeah. Are you gonna read uh, like? Uh... The amateur gonna... manga, or are you gonna read like the nicely drawn manga? I think I'm gonna go with the nicely drawn okay. because, uh, yeah, I've seen pictures online. Uh, you showed me uh, a couple of them, so yeah. But if they manage to draw that much notoriety, then apparently it's the story that's important, sure, and not really like uh, the drawings, I would guess. Well. Would you have watched this show if it was uh, very badly animated? Well, I, I don't think it's like... It's not You don't have to but... have good-looking characters to make something interesting. You just look at uh, ping-pong animation. I mean, if they wanted to make something uh, people look good in that show, they wouldn't have give, given them triangular eyes. You could easily make people more good-looking by just giving them rounder faces and all of that. It's yeah. deliberately not made to look that way. But yeah. haven't watched ping-pong, but... Uh... Yeah, but I, I get what you mean. I, yeah. It's like uh, it's like going back, like a generation on consoles. Then you're seeing like terrible graphics. And you, if you weren't in on it at the time, then there's really no point in going back because everything will look terrible to you now. Yeah, I try once in a while to go back to an old JRPG, but uh, yeah, but it has to be like a true classic or something, or else it's yeah. kind of very difficult to justify. And I, I don't know, uh, this uh, the SNES ones, uh, uh, I think their um, uh, graphics uh, have uh, stood the test of time because uh, they're just uh. Timeless, you could say. I'll just take your word for it. <laughs> yeah. I don't own an SNES, so yeah. Yeah, you just play Trials. Trails, something. Yeah, well, <laughs> my Steam library, that's basically it nowadays. Yeah. yeah. So would you uh, play something like One Punch Man? Like a Musu game? Uh, a dynasty warrior kind. I have to like input a code and then everyone everything dies in one punch. 
Yeah. No, but I don't know. Um, probably not. I mean, would this be like? Uh, no, it wouldn't be like a punch out game. So I, I don't even know. You would no, ha uh, you would have to play Genos, I guess, because he has more variable move sets, or maybe Sonic. That would make yeah. sense. But I don't think One Punch Man could be a playable character because it's like <laughs> just the concept of him would be stupid. And if you want to go like ultra difficult, you would play Moomin Rider. Yeah. <laughs> well, that that's your uh, your idea. You know, you have uh, easy mode is One Punch Man, and uh, you have a uh, normal Genos. You and, mean uh, hard. Uh, video game journalist mode is One Punch Man? No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's mean. <laughs> Well, I um, Well, I think yeah. it's true for a reason. It's like there's all these videos of uh, video game journalists failing the tutorials of games, so yeah. But it's then probably again, there for a reason. Yeah, but uh, then again, if you're great at writing and great at convey, convey, conveying a story, uh, if you're hindered by your gameplay mechanics uh, or your gameplay skills, then you're probably in the wrong field. <laughs> I think there's pretty pretty much anyone yeah. who's dying to take that job. Well, you could be a you could watch a TV series and uh, review them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm minding my own business yeah, from now. Yeah, we're getting <laughs> sidetracked once again. I think. Uh, let's see. Important things that we have missed. Can you think of anything? Well, we haven't talked so much about um, the organization, but I, I don't think they're that... I think it's just basically a parody of every organization. It kind of reminds me a bit of the Hunter Association, too. It's like the Hunter exam. Yeah, you have... Uh, I don't know how many they had, 40,000 or something applying for. It has a ludicrous amount, and I think only two people got through, or was it... Only two people in that venue, maybe. Yeah, probably. It was Genos and Saitama. Or at least they that... Uh... They were the I only ones who were briefed, though. So, I mean, might someone else might have gotten through, but I'm not sure. You could have class uh, D hunter. No, uh, no, you hunters. can't. No, okay. Uh, so class C was the lowest. Yes, yeah. and Saitama just passed by one point. That's also like a great thing about Saitama right there. That's because he could have lied to Genos. He's like, "Well, I have this apprentice now. I would be bad if I wasn't like a like an S class hero." But when he sees that he is a C class hero, he just says it. Yeah, well, no, it's a mistake. See, I'm a C class hero. It's uh, like a normal person how... would probably have lied there and said, "Yeah, <laughs> yes, of course, I'm an S class hero." Yeah, and not but shown you know, him. So yeah, the coincidence of it being, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, when he it uh, puts up the paper and uh, it's an uh, you see the first shape, and Genos just assumes it's uh, an S class. Yeah, and why wouldn't he? Because like Saitama is a god. Yeah, but, it's yeah. quite hilarious. Um, I don't know why it's so important for him to be recognized as a hero, though, because 
it's like as he, it's like he says it's only a hobby for him but maybe it's like he doesn't want to be uh, not recognized as a hero because he's been mistaken as a bad guy too much yeah. yeah I think he's lying to himself that uh, he's just a hero for fun and everything I think he he craves uh, uh, not fame but uh, uh, recognition recognition yeah, I think he wants some form of recognition, at least, for everything he's done. Yeah. But people here are so fickle, it's like... A... Like, think, good looks it... is also important to be a hero, apparently. Yeah. And I don't know where they're going with this uh, mask guy. This actor guy who comes in and antagonizes... Like, because he has to be, he has to be more powerful than he lets on, I think. Yeah. Why else would he go antagonize S-class heroes? Yeah, and he even kind of tries to tell them that he he doesn't want to be as uh, he could be a S-class hero, but uh, yeah, he's gatekeeping basically. Yeah. Trying to not let uh, morons like you be a class S hero. <laughs> and we also didn't see the rank one, right? No. Uh, Blast or something. Yeah, so he's probably powerful too, somewhere. Could be a bad guy. Uh, yeah, there's basically I'm... nothing stopping all of these people going bad. I don't think the association pays that well. No. I don't know. As... Yeah, no, I'm not going to say that. Um, yeah. And then the Mosquito Girl, where we uh, meet Gino's. Which is, I don't know, the, the pictures of uh, Saitama trying to squash that mosquito. Oh, yeah. That, that definitely me, defeated that's me him. in real life. <laughs> oh, he just needed uh, a bigger target, okay? Yeah. The mosquito was too small. <laughs> so, uh, logically, I even tried to think of it in my head, and it's like, well... All of his pressure from his clap probably just pushed it out of the way. But <laughs> I I don't know if that's what happened, but yeah. Yeah. That is why fly swatters are um there's like air holes in it, so the fly can't feel the pressure coming. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> well whatever. Probably I mean, unintended. We haven't uh, really talked about the House of Evolution, but uh I don't think it's really that important, but... Uh... Yeah, it's like... All of the bad guys are like... Um, the kings of somewhere. Yeah. Like the king under the sea, the king of the sky, the king underground. And then there's the House of Evolution, which tries to, like... Bring uh, humanity and all of species of animal to the brink of what is possible. Which is kind of like Kabuto and Orochimaru and Naruto. You could you could say it's a parody of them. Uh, I'm just... <laughs> Probably. I don't know. Oh. Well, I think they... it's like uh, they, they try to push everything to the extremity and then Saitama just comes along with his training regime and has them all beat. Yeah. And they can't even believe that this is even possible. No, they, they want to know what his real secret is. Uh, 
And uh, I do too. And this is his real secret. Well, there have to be more. Well, I think it's the like the thing in this world, where if you focus yeah. too hard on something, you become it. So Saitama focused too hard, and now he's unbeatable. Hmm. Yeah, stupid, I know, but <laughs> it makes for an interesting story. Yeah, and it makes perfect sense, too. Um... I mean, if we were going to have, like, this uh, baby from uh, the planet Krypton who is ultra-powerful in the Earth's atmosphere or whatever. I mean, basically as ridiculous a story as this, right? Well, yeah. You could say every sci-fi... So I'm not going to complain about uh, Saitama being OP. No, no, no. It's just the world. Um, And they don't... uh, Yeah. So, uh, by the way, did you watch uh, the trailer for season two, I think? Or uh, the, no, the teasers, maybe? Not yet, but uh, I will after this. Because, like, the the consensus has been that the quality has dipped. And it is a new studio. I think it's CJ staff that's responsible yeah. for season two. It might be. Uh, yes, it is. So, um... I mean, though they're not known for making bad anime, uh, the details definitely seem to be lower, so I hope they're not going to disappoint. Any thoughts? Not really. Um, <laughs> I just hope they do the series justice. Uh, I have only watched uh, two, three, two, three or four maybe JC stuff animes, and they've been pretty great. Yeah. Uh, well animated and yeah. And you like Food Wars, so. Well, yeah, but I think anyone can have animated Food Wars. It's not like. It's like a basic uh, follow the manga type deal. Yeah. And never deviate because the manga is good, so why would you ever <laughs> do something different? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Uh. Maybe this wraps us up. Well, we've been rumbling on for quite a minute. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, the usual, listen to our season two, two um, episode when it comes. <laughs> we'll oh, probably you're, you're do that a preview. confident, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I well, think we're going to do it preview. It's going to release yeah. in e- April, I think. So until then, I guess. Yeah. Follow us on uh, Twitter. Casual Anime Podcast. Goodbye.